With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way 56 percent of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications this according to an express employment professionals harris poll survey The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. We made it to a Friday and the Traegers are fired up. Peruvian roasted chicken with green sauce and chili lime rubbed chicken. I did the rubbing myself, and of course, both will get the spatchcock treatment. My good friend Todd Fritz joining me here in the man cave. That sounds fabulous. Meanwhile, Fritzy, the only one here, brave enough to be in here with me. And they're making the same amount of food as if the other guys were. Yes, there. yes. So Paulie and Seton and McLovin are uh, at their homes. They're, uh, they're comfortably tucked in there, but it's Todd and myself and a bunch of spatchcock chicken. They're later starting to like me a little bit. No. There's a rumor in the back room, guys. I spoke with them. I don't know. I'm hearing something. Something's going on. I've run out of things to say to you. I ran out of things to say to you a long, long time. You asked me this morning about how my commute was. You took one from my book, so that was just really awkward. I did walk by because there's been this awkward silence with Todd and I. It's only Todd and myself here in the man cave. You got the back room guys, but they don't come in contact with us for the most part. And I, I thought, God, what do I say? What do I say? It's like I'm on a first date and I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, you come out of the studio and then you make a quick left turn to talk to the guys in the back. Or I pretend I have to go to the bathroom, which isn't rare for me. But we're like, we're kind of hiding from each other and just get back just in time for the live content. I go to the back and I talk to Alan and uh, we talk about uh, medicinal gummies and, uh, you know, the Traeger. And, and you time it just in time where there's seconds <laughs> left till you have to be back on there so there's no room I for know. conversation. I did. I was talking to Alan and all of a sudden I hear the music. I hear the bells. And I go, oh, I got to get out there. Yeah, I, and picked, he goes, I picked up on that. I, I, I can pick up the social cues. Wait, I know what you're doing. I did stop by Todd's desk this morning. I said, um, Hey, I cut my hair again. Uh, so it's nine consecutive months here where I've cut my hair. And he goes, looks good. He said, and you said, what night of Hanukkah is this? I was just, you're just grabbing I know, straws. I, was. I know. I said, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I, I said, this is uh, like a day two of Hanukkah, but it's not Christmas, right? Yes, do you do sour cream, applesauce with the latkes? What do you do? You're just grabbing for whatever you can talk about. Man, I do miss you guys, Seton, Paulie, <laughs> and McLovin. Yes, McLovin. My God, I can, we need to do a sitcom based on this, uh, like a buddy cop movie or something. You need to film these interactions. Mm-hmm. Yes, Eden. And Todd isn't someone who does well with silence. He likes to fill up the space. He likes to fill up the air when <laughs> you're with him. He's like, so uh, like if it's silent, he's very uncomfortable. And if, and if it's not awkward conversation that I'm humming or singing some song from 1978 or just, just bringing up anything. Just that like and McCall. Or the sports, uh, you know. We had it all. I know. And then we have Michael Buble on in the final hour. And uh, so Todd's been humming or singing Michael Buble songs. Uh. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yes, Paulie. It, it's tough because Todd either can be silent for hours, days, months on end, or mm. talk for hours, I days. I go to extremes. No middle ground. It's like it's like a quarterback max contract or a, a max super max deal in the NBA. You, there's no middle ground. It's like that Billy Joel song. Can I sing a verse? 
Yeah, sure. Why not, Tom? Darling, I don't know. Okay, that's why. enough. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Todd, Todd and, uh, and myself here in the man cave. How you been? How's yeah, great. Watching great. the sports? Did you see that? Yeah. There was a football game last night. Having a... How about having, those Rams? Yep, yep, yep. Well, revenge is a dish best served with a great defense and a strong running game. Or at least that's what Sean McVay ordered up last night. This doesn't avenge the loss to the Patriots. I like how, oh, the Rams avenged the loss to the Patriots. No, you lost a Super Bowl... Oh, and you won a regular season game. But uh, McVay became a coaching sensation when he was building a high-octane offense. He was the quarterback whisperer. Now, and I got to give him credit, because this is what good coaches, great coaches do. You adapt to your personnel. And he's got a very good defense. They got a running game. And that's what was showcased last night. You give me Cam Akers running the ball, solid defense with Aaron Donald. Uh, Donald had another sack and a half. They got a pick six from linebacker Kenny Young. But uh, give credit to the coaching staff. You play to your strengths there. And uh, who would have thought a Southern Californian team with bright yellow splashed all over their uniforms would be a tough football team? Try telling that to Aaron Donald. But uh, the Rams sit atop the NFC West for now. Maybe they found a different formula to go back to the Super Bowl. But that was very impressive last night. Here is Sean McVay on the Rams and their offense. The offensive line, tight ends, receivers, everybody contributed, and then Cam Akers had a big night. Uh, I think this was something that he was on track to be able to do. Really pleased to see that and uh, come away with the win. We'll get a couple days of rest, and then we'll come back ready to roll for the Jets. Cam Akers, 171 yards rushing last night, the most all-time by a rookie against the Patriots. Yeah. That, you know, can Jared Goff be just good enough? I don't need him to be great. If you have that defense, you have a running game. You get into the playoffs, and this is how you win. You win with defense. You control the clock. and But you're still able to rely on your quarterback for, you know, some big plays. Timely plays. That's really the key. But, uh, you know, the Patriots are held under seven points for the second time this season, which is amazing. And Cam Newton... Five total touchdown passes in 12 starts. That's the fewest by any quarterback during the first 12 starts in a season since Trent Dilfer back in 1995 with the Buccaneers when he had just three touchdown passes. Cam doesn't look comfortable. I don't know if he's healthy. I don't know if the shoulder's healthy, but it feels like he leans back and almost throws off his back foot. He just doesn't look like he's stepping into a throw. Doesn't look comfortable at all. I don't know what that means long-term. I don't know if the Patriots realize what they have or they don't have with Cam Newton. I don't think they look at Jared Stidham as the future here. So the Patriots, it appears as if would be in the market for another quarterback. Here's Bill Belichick answering the question of who's his starter. Cam got pulled from last night's game. You're going to stick with Cam next week at quarterback. Yeah, great sorry. question, Mike. I'm really glad you asked that. Cam's our quarterback. <laughs> I'm sure that he was so waiting for Mike Reese of ESPN to ask that question. Like, oh, God, I hope somebody asked me who's my starting quarterback. Uh, glad you asked that, Mike. Yeah, Cam is my starter. Here's Cam Newton on uh, being benched. Coach took you out of the game with a little over 10 minutes left. Are you concerned about not or being benched for next week or anything like that? Um, uh, I, that's not my call. Um, just do what I'm asked. I think I can still go into each and every week with the mentality to keep getting better, and that's what I plan on doing. All right. I, you know, at this stage, you know, I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. They've had some moments where I thought, you know what, maybe they're going to get it together. Or if they do and they get into the postseason. And I think Belichick has done a pretty good job here, believe it or not. You know, we're finding out that Cam may not be a starting quarterback anymore. Or at least he's certainly not going to be on a elite level, even a very good level. It's kind of an inconsistent level where he's going to have these games and he's going to have other games where you go, yep, Cam's still great. They don't have weapons. That's it, pure and simple. And if I have a quarterback who is not accurate, those weapons are reduced even more. Because at least with Brady, you had an accurate quarterback who understood the system Cam is not able to do that. That's just not his style. Not who he is. 
but somehow they they have remained competitive. They're just not a good team. And they're who would have thought that you would say the Patriots were the fourth best team or third best team in their division? Gosh, I almost put them below the Jets. But <laughs> but the Bills are better and the Dolphins are better. And now they're sort of mired in mediocrity. We're not used to this. And that's the fascination of now what do they do going into next season? Yes, Paulie. I would love to know, and we never will, if Tom Brady watched that game last night and if he enjoyed watching that game last night. Deep down. Deep down if he enjoyed watching it. I don't know, because then I could say the same thing about Belichick. When he, you know, does he watch a standalone Tampa Bay game and then does he smile a little bit when he sees Tom struggle? Like I, I, I don't know that relationship where Tom wants to say... Tom didn't want to stay with the Patriots. So I don't know how he could watch and go, yeah, see, I told you. He didn't want to stay there. And Belichick was ready to move on. So I don't know how Tom can look at this and go, you know, I could see where Belichick, if he saw Tom playing well, might go, you know what? Maybe I should have reconsidered that or tried to mend this relationship. Maybe, but I don't see Tom looking and going, yeah, told you guys. Yeah, Seaton. I think if anything, Tom watches that and he's like, thank God I got out of there. I don't want to be thrown at those dudes either. Yeah. I'd rather have my head coach yell at me, you know? I'm fine with the, in front of the media. This program brought to you by Masterclass, offering over 90 classes on a variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their field. This holiday, when you buy an annual membership, you get another annual membership for free. Just go to masterclass.com slash Patrick, masterclass.com slash Patrick. Yeah, I cut my hair yesterday. And, You've been uh, doing that for a while. Yeah, I have. Now, nine months. Nine months. I haven't gone to the... <laughs> I proudly say, I haven't gone to the barber. I'm a home hair cutter, Dan. Do you use the, the guard clippers? Do you use a, a, a comb to lift it up a little bit and measure it out? I don't know what it is. My wife bought it at uh, a pharmacy like CVS. And uh, I said, great. And then I just went out and started hacking away. And uh, look at me. Who would who would ever thought that I didn't go to a professional uh, hairstylist here with with whatever this is? Seton, you don't do your own, do you? Uh, sometimes. Oh, okay. Sometimes I do. I have a couple of times uh, in the last like nine months I have, but I've also gone to the barber twice. And normally I don't go. I don't spend a lot on my haircuts. Like I'll go to like supercuts or something. Whoever can take me whenever they can take me, then I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't need to get, even when I was doing football night in America, now we did have somebody who would or could cut your hair, but I, it didn't matter to me. I figured I got good moss for the most part and uh, go in there and let somebody just tidy it up. Yeah, see. So I, I used to cut my hair a lot all the time. Um, but then once, you know, my son had really long hair. And then once he decided to cut it, going to the barber became like a thing for him. So now me and him go to the barber and he has one guy that he really likes to go to. And then I'll just go to whoever is free at the same time. So it's become a little bit of a thing now. Yeah, I get it. A little bonding there. Getting your hair yeah. cut. Uh, we're going to check in with the Houston Rockets. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, Johnny Bench is going to join us coming up next hour. Uh, a really cool thing that happened with Johnny Bench. He was auctioning off a lot of his awards and uh, he found somebody who was going to buy most of it. And they gave it all back to him. So we'll talk to Johnny about that coming up. And the, the aforementioned Michael Buble is going to join us as well. Rams roll the Patriots. Uh, the Clippers maxed out with Paul George. <sighs> okay. I don't understand this. That can you, can you offer something but not the max to Paul George? Why was it? Was it four years, 190? And then, like, it becomes Monopoly money after a while. But can I, can I say to Paul George's representative, you know, he, he's not an A player. He's kind of a B. He's a B, a solid B player. Why am I paying the max? It's like these quarterbacking contracts. Does everybody next man up gets more than the next guy? I don't understand this. you got brilliant businessmen who made money to buy these NFL teams. 
And then they get stupid when it comes crazy when it comes to contract negotiations. Because not every quarterback deserves to be paid more than the next quarterback. Like, could you imagine Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield Jr. the third, when their contracts are up, and then do they get extended? And then is Baker Mayfield going to be making more than Aaron Rodgers? And the answer is going to be yes. If they decide to extend him. Josh Allen, I, they're good players. They're not great players. They don't deserve to be making more than these marquee quarterbacks. But it feels like, hey, next man up, next man up. But the Paul George deal? Wow. All right. Good luck with that. All the baggage that's kind of come along with uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You, know, you pull back the curtain and you realize why there was some unrest with uh, you know the secondary players there. Where they're going, wait a minute. Why is it there's a set of rules for those two and then there's a set of rules for us? And they allow this to happen. And it's not like you can go, hey, we're going to change things around here. I mean, is Ty, Ty Lue was there with Doc Rivers. Is Ty Lue going to go, hey, there's a new sheriff in town. You guys aren't going to dictate when we practice or when the, uh, the jet leaves. Well, good luck with that, holding them accountable. And, uh, you know, James Harden is adding the Bucks and the Heat to his growing list. I... I I, I, I thought he was going to be a good soldier and just go about this and say, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up. I'm going to do everything I'm told to do. But behind the scenes, I want everybody to know exactly how I feel. I want out. Even though he created all of this. It feels like James Harden had total autonomy there. Who they brought in. Uh, I guess he, he wanted Ty Lue as his head coach. I don't know if that would have kept him there. I'm, I'm guessing it would have. But then if he has such a problem with ownership, why would it matter who your coach is? But he's steadfast and wanting out. So we'll check in with the Rockets coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. McLovin, what kind of poll question do you have today? So I have the hot NBA question that everybody is asking. Which former Oklahoma City Thunder is most likely to win a title this year? <laughs> now, I know it sounds random, but it kind of sums up the whole NBA. Because look at the guys. you got Chris Paul with the Suns, okay. Harden with the Rockets for now, Kevin Durant with the Nets, Paul George with the Clippers, Russ with the Wizards, Carmelo Anthony with the Blazers, <laughs> and I guess Steven Adams is a Pelican. I had to Google it this morning. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't so, the Thunder are spread across the NBA and all the titles. So basically, who's more likely to win? Chris Paul with the Suns? I'm going to go Kevin Durant. I, yeah, you don't have to run down the list again. I'd, I'd go, go Harden. How about Harden <laughs> with the Bucks? I don't know. If you're, if you're the Greek freak, do you want to play with James Harden? He didn't want him on his all-star team. The Greek freak was picking his all-star team. Correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't he take Kemba Walker because he wanted somebody to pass it to him? He took Kemba Walker over James Harden. And now the Greek freak's going to go, man, yeah, let's go out and get James Harden. Like, I can't even, can he coexist with Jimmy Butler in Miami? Like, I, I have no idea. Harden loves to score. It feels like Jimmy Butler knows he has to score. There's a difference in their approach, it feels like. But I, I don't know if the Heat would... They could offer up Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero and probably something else, and maybe you bring in James Harden. I don't know. But the Bucks, if I'm the Greek freak and you want me to stay, I don't know if that's... Unless the Bucks go, hey, we may lose the Greek freak. Let's bring in James Harden. Let's be proactive on this. Yeah, McLovin. Would you do that deal if you were the Miami Heat, like a hero and not a bio for Harden? No. No. I like what Miami's done. I mean, that's as good of a team as we saw last year. I mean, they did a lot of things really well. They had injuries in the finals. Uh, they weren't going to win, but what they did was pretty impressive. And if you add something, the Greek freak is looking at Miami. If he doesn't stay with Milwaukee, he may end up there. So he sees something there. But um, I just don't know where James Harden's head is. Like, do you really want to win? 
Like how he wants to go to a contender, but he helped ruin the Rockets as a contender. Hey, I want this guy, get rid of this guy, bring this guy in, trade all of our draft picks to get this guy in here. He wanted Kevin McHale out reportedly. Hey, like he's he's orchestrating all of this. And now all of a sudden he has this epiphany where he wants out. I don't want to take a chance on that because I don't know if James Harden is in his mind able to be the, the sixth man of the year in Oklahoma City. That kind of James Harden. Or is it going to be, I got to get my shots, I got to get my touches, I got to get 30 points a game? Because I don't want that. I am fascinated by him. I've said that for years. I find him fascinating. That doesn't mean I want him as a teammate or on the team that I root for. Yes, Todd. But imagine Milwaukee, the marking, the freak, and the beard, and what you can do with that alone. You forget about winning a title. The amount of merchandise and posters and money coming in. Oh, I think winning a title would be a lot more money than merchandise. <laughs> but still, the, the freak and the beard on the same team would be pretty awesome. It was still got to play. They actually have to win games yeah. and get to yeah. the champion. Yeah. I don't know if you can go to the Greek freak and say, hey, I know you don't want him on your team, but just think of the market. Check out this poster we can make yeah. you too. Just think of the number of T-shirts. <laughs> we might sell like 15,000 T-shirts. Is that all you really want, though? And then yeah. we'll throw in the ring maybe at some yeah. point. Maybe. Yeah. All right. We'll settle on a poll question coming up. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Say good morning. Good morning to Peacock, our TV partner. You can watch all three hours, download the app, and watch for free. And our radio affiliates around the country, Fox Sports Radio lineup, those uh, commenting on chat row as well. We'll take a break, 21 after the hour. Back after this, Friday edition, Dan Patrick Show. You've heard me talk about a built bar. You told, uh, you know, I've, I've talked about Todd always wanting to confiscate some built bars. He has a suitcase that's empty when he arrives. <laughs> it's full when he leaves. I had another one yesterday on the ride home. Oh, I know. Fabulous. Oh, I'm Todd, I have cameras all over the place here. But they're like flavors. I didn't even know. I know you mentioned 18. I thought I had all 18. Then I came, then I had like some kind of <laughs> banana flavored chocolate bar. It was, it just tasted like candy bars. Well, it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So if you're looking to lose weight, but you don't want to eat some cardboard snack and stay health conscious, then... Uh, it's perfect. Banana bread. That's what it was. Oh, you got banana, banana bread. Banana bread for the ride home. Fantastic. Builtbar.com. Use the promo code DP. That's the only place to get it. You got to order. Builtbar.com. Promo code DP. Get 20% off your first order. And you're going to love how it tastes. Because it's not one of those, oh, it's a protein bar. It's, oh my God, that's a protein bar. Promo code DP. 20% off at Builtbar.com. Why not eat something that's good for you? That actually tastes good. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. 
Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Season 3, Yellowstone is back and you can stream it. In fact, stream all three seasons on Peacock. Whether you're a newcomer to the ranch or a season pro, you don't want to miss this epic season. Stream all three seasons. Now, Kevin Costner is the star. All righty. Did we settle on a poll question, McLevin? We did not. I have another question off last night. Okay. Uh, If you could start a defense with one lineman, and you've seen all these guys, Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, J.J. Watt. And tell me if I'm missing anybody in that conversation. So this isn't a defensive lineman because Lawrence Taylor is not a defensive lineman. Oh, sorry. Like a pass rusher. Yeah. I Actually, let's just say defensive player. You could put a cornerback or a safety in there if you want. Okay. Is there anybody else like that jumps to mind? Uh, well, mean Joe Green deserves to be in there. Uh, so I can start a defense with any of these players. Aaron Donald, Reggie White, mean Joe Green, Lawrence Taylor. Bruce Smith. Um, He's worth mentioning. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't consider him the great disruptor. You know, I'm thinking about this is just a standalone guy. Lawrence Taylor's... I would say Lawrence Taylor just because there was nobody like him. And I don't think there's been anybody since who's like him. It was just different. And at the time, and I was in New York and I was able to go to those Giants home games because I was uh, working in New York at CNN. And I was just fascinated. Watching from the sidelines gave me a whole different perspective. Because you look and you watch somebody rush rush the passer and you, you think, Wow, that, that's kind of quick. When you're watching on TV, it doesn't seem as quick when they get there. In person, you're just going, it's a blur. And I just can't imagine trying to block him. And you have to know where he is. But I, what I saw and what I saw in person, um, I was always fascinated with Reggie White's strength, Mean Joe Green's attitude, Uh Aaron Donald might turn out to be the best interior lineman, defensive lineman. He, he might. Um, you know, T.J. Watt might win defensive player of the year, but Aaron Donald is really the best defensive player in football and uh, on a short list of best players in the NFL. He, you know every play he's going to get double teamed. He knows he's going to get double teamed. Every single play, there's two players who account for Aaron Donald. I don't know if there's any other player in football that that happens, but it certainly does with Aaron Donald. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I would go Lawrence Taylor just because of the fascination and to see that. And, and, but he was allowed to freelance. You have to understand what defenses used to be like, that they were pretty structured and you sort of stayed in your lanes of what you were supposed to do. Lawrence Taylor freelanced. Like he didn't, he wasn't there to stop the run. He was there to take your head off. And just that fear factor. The fact that the Washington Redskins with Joe Gibbs, great offensive mind, would keep a tight end in just for Lawrence Taylor when they play. Because even though he had 
Joe Jacoby, who was a 6'7", 300-pound left tackle and a great tackle, he would have a tight end stay in on Lawrence's side. It was the ultimate compliment. And we've seen guys who now freelance, but Lawrence Taylor was freelancing back then. And he was playing for, you know, Parcells and Belichick. I, I would imagine if you said to Belichick, who's the greatest defensive player of all time, he'd say Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, McLovin. How about like an Ed Reed or a different position, a Ray Lewis, uh, uh, Mike Singletary, Darrell Revis, any outside guy get consideration from you? I love Ed Reed. Just his brilliance playing center field. But, but Lawrence Taylor created the disruption to allow guys in the secondary, secondary to clean up the mess. Like because Lawrence was so great, that would help everybody else on defense. Ed Reed was great. You know, Ray was great. You know, he was a solid old school linebacker. Uh, you know, Dion was wonderful. But I, I, you know, I can stay away from the left side of the field. They may take away a side of the field. Lawrence Taylor is going to eventually find you. Or you're going to find him. I can stay away from Revis. I could stay away from Dion. You know, a lot of those players. But when it comes to an impact Lawrence Taylor had about a five or six year run where it wasn't close. I mean, it that that was a that was a tour de force. Yeah, Paulie. And Lawrence Taylor kind of invented the position. If you look in 1980, the year before he got there, the first team All Pro defensive ends were guys like Leroy Selman and Fred Dean and Lyle Alzado and Art Still and Jack Youngblood. They were big, strong, and and somewhat athletic. A couple of them, but they weren't the most athletic person on the field. It felt like. Lawrence Taylor was the most talented person on both sides of the ball, and he happened to be at the rush end position. No, he was a linebacker. Yeah. No, he wasn't. A, he wasn't a I defensive mean, end. I know he was an end, but he was you know seventy five percent. He was rushing the quarterback. Oh yeah, that's what he did. But he was a linebacker. Make no mistake about that. They had uh, uh, Carl Banks and Gary Reasons and Harry Carson there. I mean, that's a pretty good linebacking core. They cleaned up all the mess. They stopped the run game and allowed Lawrence Taylor to freelance. But I think Belichick and Parcells knew what they had, and nobody else in the NFL had anything like that. Yeah, McLevin. Uh, got a totally different left turn poll question, and I, I'm asking this because there's one game I want you to answer about. You can watch one game this weekend, Chiefs-Dolphins, Vikings-Bucks, Steelers-Bills, Ravens-Browns, but the one I want you to answer, Saints-Eagles. How fascinating is this game going to be? <laughs> Well, I, I hope that Jalen Hurts is able to play like he did in mop-up duty against the Packers. Like, I, I hope that there's still that energy that's there because that was fun to see. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how those two go at each other, Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts. Like, who runs more? Who throws for more yards? You know, just the prop bets between those two would be really interesting. Chiefs-Dolphins, eh. Buccaneers, Vikings, I have no idea what I'm going to get out of either one of those teams. Steelers, Bills, to me, very intriguing. And then the Ravens and the Browns. It feels like this is when the Browns act like the old Browns and they lose a home game. Been a great story. Everybody's been lauding them. At, hey, they're a different team. They're 9-3. and three. They're going to the play. Okay. Then win this game. Buffalo. Win this game. Like, these are the games that define your season where you go, hey, we got to stand up to the Steelers. The Browns, you know, Ravens and Steelers both coming in, uh, you know, Ravens had a big win, momentum. The Steelers, you know, get embarrassed by Washington. This is when you need to win those games. Uh, you know, the Chiefs, they play down to the opposition. Are they going to keep the Dolphins in the game here? And then the Vikings can be really good and really bad. And the Buccaneers can be really good and really average. So there's some fascinating matchups there. As far as college football, Bama, Arkansas, this is one of those, I guess you'd call it a trap game if you're Alabama. Because Arkansas has shown signs of life that they're not a pushover. LSU and Florida, does LSU at, at any point here act like they could be a good team? And then U, USC, UCLA, I find really interesting as well. You know, kind of fascinating because the Kedon Slovis bandwagon is starting to pick up.
some new members. Maybe not in first class, maybe not in business class, but in coach right now, the USC quarterback. You know what we love? We love something we can't have. When you have a quarterback and he's not draft eligible, we slobber all over him. Oh, my God, Josh Rosen. Oh, Christian Hackenberg. Oh, Tua. We want all of those quarterbacks. Matt Barkley. Matt Leinart. Oh, we want that. God, if he was coming out now, he'd be the number one pick. Okay. Kedon Slovis, the USC quarterback, has, uh, I think it was his three-star recruit coming out of Arizona. And uh, I think he... He played on Kurt Warner's son's team. And, uh, you know, he sort of waited his time and got the starting role. And he's shown signs that, you know, he's a a talented quarterback. He feels like he's the next quarterback for next year where he might be the number one prospect. Subject to change, of course. Yes, McLovin. I looked for some quotes from like NFL types on him. And a lot of people said, oh, we don't evaluate him now because he's not draft eligible. You know, scouts, like, is that true that the NFL doesn't look at the non-draft eligible guys? Or is that just a line to avoid answering it? Uh, That's a line to avoid answering it because I know for a fact, a source of mine who is a scout, they, they start that research because you, you want to know what they were like the year before they were eligible. You know, that, that was the whole thing with Jordan Love. Because I go, you know, you could say, well, he didn't play that well his last year at Utah State. But the previous year, he looked great. And then you look back and say, well, he had weapons. He had a better offensive line. He had more time. You know, he didn't have the weapons, didn't have the time, and he struggled the next year. I have to have something to compare it to. It's the same thing that was brought up to me with Joe Burrow. So who is Joe Burrow? Was he the guy the previous year who was just okay? you know, good to the guy who turned in the greatest college football season statistically for a quarterback in history. Because that's a big leap from he's a fourth or fifth round pick the previous year to the number one pick overall. Jalen Hurts went from losing his job at Alabama, going to Oklahoma. Oh, he's not a first day draft pick. Maybe not second day, be a project to he's drafted in the second round you got to factor in all of those things. And if I'm a scout, I want to do my due diligence because I want to know. Imagine if Christian Hackenberg could have come out after his freshman year at Penn State. Might have been the number one pick overall. He's not in football, I don't think, now. I don't think he made a roster, even as a third-string quarterback. I think he was in the IIF. Oh, he was? Yeah, but hey, oh my God, have you seen this guy? Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see him again, and then you see him again, and then you go, oh, okay, never mind. Yes, McLovin. But I think Hackenberg was the number one recruit. That carries some weight, just like Justin Fields. Like, people start evaluating these guys in high school now. Yeah. Like, Hackenberg was supposed to be the real deal. He was supposed to be this god of football. Okay, but what happened? Like, how did they whiff on him? Isn't that fascinating? That, that you have, the, and what happens is there's a lot of, cons, you know, there's consensus where all of a sudden they're going, yep, yeah, my yeah, that Hackenberg's good. Like people don't do their homework. And if you do your homework and then you'll find out maybe he's not that good, maybe he's not that big, maybe he's not that fast. And, and you know, to the contrary, there are times when you do your homework and you do find somebody that you didn't think you would find until you did your homework. And, and that's where we go, guy, how did that guy fall through the cracks? Well, a lot of times what happens is the media gets out in front of these drafts and has their mock draft. Okay, I, I need scouts, GMs, coaches, people who do this professionally, and even then they screw it up. Yes, Eden. It's got to be so tough, though, just going off of potential, right? Like this kid is sort of on the track to being a great quarterback. And right now at 16 years old, he's got all of the things that we look for. But you have no idea that by the time he gets to 20, he doesn't really feel like playing football anymore or he's bought into his own hype or, you know, a lot changes in those years that that is not really you can't really measure that. Well, who was the quarterback at Ohio State? Tate Martell. And, And boy, did he talk a great game. Big recruit out of uh, Vegas, goes to Ohio State. Then all of a sudden he's in the transfer portal 
talking a big game going to Miami, and then he doesn't even play there. They try to make him a wide receiver. There are a few people that whiffed on him, and he was supposed to be this, oh, he can uh, beat you with his arm and beat you with his legs, and I don't think he amounted to anything. He might have transferred again. Yeah, McLevin. Remember when Kyle, was it Kyle Allen came yeah. out of Arizona, and you you came in and said, well, they were saying this is the best kid. But I haven't seen it yet. I think he went to A&M and never – and now he's in the NFL, but he never did anything in college. Yeah, he was the number one guy. But I don't buy into that number one quarterback because it, it just so much changes physically, mentally. Who's your coach when you get to college? When do you get to play? Who's in front of you? Are you starting right away? Do you have to sit? Uh, you know, there's so many things that factor in. And even going into the NFL, it's – Who's your offensive coordinator? What kind of stability? What kind of offense are you running? Who's your head coach? Who's going to be your backup? Or who are you backing up? What's your offensive line like? What kind of skill position? You know, all of those things are should be factored in. We just assume, hey, this guy was good in college. He'll just walk in and be good in the pros. And it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, Paul. Keaton Slovis of USC is one of those guys who people slept on a little bit. He went to a high school in Scottsdale, Arizona in his senior year. Kurt Warner was his quarterback coach. Kurt Warner was helping out the team. And he got no offers from Arizona or Arizona State, no in-state offers except for like Northern Arizona. USC showed up late and scooped him up. And then they got him out of nowhere. He didn't have one big 12, big uh, power five offer, Keaton Slovis. Yeah. yeah, I think he was a three-star recruit at best. But uh, right now he might be. I don't know if there are any other quarterbacks that uh, have emerged, McLevin. Yes. I don't know when the Clemson, uh, I, I won't say his name, DJ is uh, eligible, but people are saying he's a number one overall, too. Yeah, but Slovis, said that. Slovis is going to be eligible next year. Uh, is DJ a true freshman or a sophomore now? I think Wait, so. I got to check. I thought he was a true freshman. I thought it was the last year where mm. I came in and said, I just saw this high school kid and he looked, he looked like he was Cam Newton out there. Like what the about Zach Cam Wilson Newton. going back, Dan? Any chance, like a guy would like that would look at the field and say next year's more open? I don't know. I I'm I think that was brought up that there was always the possibility that Zach would go back to BYU and therefore he could come out next year and be the number one pick overall. But I don't know. Uh, he certainly needs another game after that performance against Coastal Carolina. Take a break. Play of the day. Coming up next, Johnny Bench, the Hall of Famer, top of the hour. And we'll check in with Houston Rockets as well. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You'll see the Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Play action, screen right. It's intercepted. Kenny Young down the left side. He hits midfield. Needs a block. Young to the inside. Now back to the outside. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, L.A. On the first play of the second quarter, Kenny Young takes it to the house. My Rams, Rams Radio Network, Kenny Young, first career interception, Cam Newton's first pick six in over two years. Last one was 2018 versus the Steelers. And that is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Built Bar, simply the best tasting protein bar around. All 18 amazing flavors, mint brownie, coconut almond, pumpkin chocolate chip cookie, You'll believe me when you taste it. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code DP for 20% off. Phil in Indiana leads us off today. Phil, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, always a pleasure. Great to talk to you. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on something. You know, it's going to be pretty contentious, I think, if Ohio State gets in, no matter who gets left out. Do you do you think that this situation this year will finally maybe be the straw that breaks the camel's back in the – committee next year says you know what let's just go with the power five plus three Dan, always appreciate it have a great weekend thank you phil you too thanks for calling i don't know what moves the ncaa along or the power five i mean the power five runs college football espn and the power five run college football but i don't know if they open up negotiations and all of a sudden they're going to extend it expand it to eight i don't know i would have hoped if they were going to do it this would have been the year but also, if, you know, this was such a moving target, we didn't know who could play, when they could play, and for how long could they play. And we're already finding out the disparity between some of these schools who are going to play twice as many games as Ohio State is. But they're going to be in the Final Four, it looks like, with those other schools. So I don't know if college football goes, hey, we give up. Now let's come up with a new plan here. They'd move very, very slowly with the NCAA. Yeah, Paul. If you, I, I think everyone saw the news, but if you didn't think that ESPN and the SEC ran college football already, ESPN Networks becomes the exclusive home of SEC football starting in 2024, a 10-year deal. That afternoon game that used to be on CBS is now going to be on ESPN. Yeah. Well, CBS got a sweetheart deal because uh, what they were paying for that uh, SEC game every Saturday afternoon, they were paying $55 million annually to get the SEC's weekly top game plus the SEC championship. Wow, that's a bargain. I think ESPN is going to be paying uh, probably uh, four or five times that for that game every Saturday afternoon. And then I don't. I think that contract with uh, was a ten-year deal, and I think it can't be opened up until twenty twenty-three. I believe with expanding the playoffs. I mean, everything is you know subject to interpretation. Uh, hey, we can open it up, and uh, if we do it, uh, we can do it because of this. I don't know. I don't know if there are clauses in there, addendums in there. But if I'm ESPN, they're the ones that benefit. Uh, you know, you're able to have these uh, bowl games that actually mean something, and then you eventually have a title game. And if you have eight schools in there, the fact that if you have four, then you have about a total of six or seven schools who are in the conversation for the four spots. If I extrapolate and I go to eight, now all of a sudden I have 12 schools, maybe even more, 13, maybe 14. 
So just the possibility of going from four to eight, now I've doubled, you know, maybe tripled the number of schools who can be on the fringe, on sort of on the outside looking in of maybe getting in and grabbing one of those final spots, the seventh or eighth spot. And if you went out to 10 or went out to 12, you do the math. I keep more fan bases interested in these games later in the season. I know we get to the point with March Madness, and if you don't make the tournament, you should be shocked. I mean, that's where coaches should lose their jobs. You don't make March Madness, you didn't do a good job at all because it feels like they're inviting just about everybody they can. Every sport is expanding their playoffs. Doesn't mean it's right, but I think in what those early round matchups look like, where if it's a one and done or a best of three, then it's a little bit more intriguing there. But college football expanding, I don't know if it happens anytime soon. Johnny Bench is going to join us. He was auctioning off all of his memorabilia, and then somebody bought almost all of his memorabilia. And you know what they did? They gave it all back to him. He'll tell you the story, and we'll check in with the Rockets as well. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 